The Prentice, also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, the law offices of John Day, and Prentice also Heating and Air. We are back here on the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner. Time to talk some Seagull boys basketball. Matt Rigsby joins us uh, here this morning. And, Coach, you've been on uh, quite the tear in terms of the number of games. You've had a tough week, Rockvale and Oakland and uh, Laverne on Monday. That, that's that's a pretty tough slate. Yes, uh, indeed it is. And uh, I think I'm feeling this tough week this Saturday morning, to be honest with you. I, I, I can imagine. So, not only and all three Rutherford County teams, two uh, district opponents, and and one arguably uh, your your biggest rival. So um, that's that that has to take a a bit of an emotional toll on players and coaches. Well, the good news is we get to turn around and play three games next week too with uh, Riverdale, Green Hill, and Blackman. Oh, so it gets a lot easier, huh? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's kind of take a look back at uh, at, at last night, and boy, you had a definite war with the Oakland Patriots. Yeah, uh, credit family, on home, got the win. Um, same old single stars. We want to live in that down two to three possessions range, and uh, you know, same thing with Laverne Monday night. Um, and then again, back to last night though. Uh, I think we cut it to 41-40 and never could get the lead. And um, we just can't uh, – I mean, defensively, I, I honestly think we're fine. Our guys play hard on the defensive end. Um, we, we gap up and dribble well. We get stops, but technically they're not stops because we don't rebound those stops. We just give up too many offensive boards, and it, it, it kills us. It really does. Uh you mentioned, you know, one or two possessions. I mean, when you're always trying to climb uphill, that that's tough on the engine. So, uh, is is that kind of what you're seeing here in, in games? You 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 fall just just behind and try to play catch up all night. Oh yeah, I mean we're you know things like I, I scream stop and a score every 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 dead ball or timeout situation to our guys, you know, because we're. A majority of time, you know, late in the third quarter, early fourth or whatever, we are truly a stop and score away from, you know, really putting pressure on the opponent. And, again, we did last night versus Oakland. Again, pulled it to one. Um, I can't tell you how late in the game that was, to be honest with you. Um, but you definitely feeling like you got a shot. Um, again, credit Oakland. They held on. Made enough plays down the stretch to get us. Let's see. I, I, I had those scores by a quarter here. Uh, for the most part, last night, uh, close at the end of the first, then Oakland takes a ten-point lead, but then you come roaring back and get it to one after three quarters of play, and then it's um, you know four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I guess it was the start of that fourth quarter where the hole began to to build that you had to climb up out of that hole, huh? Yeah, and I mean we, for the most part, you know we we force the shots we want and. You know, if they're contested, we, we, we tell the guys, you know, if you're doing your job defensively and playing team defense, if they are contested shots, they'll shoot it right back to us, you know, and we can still be patient down 
three, four, five, six points, again, in that two-possession range. And, um, again, we we forced the contested shots we won't even down the stre- in that stretch. And um, just some very timely re- uh, offensive rebounds by Oakland there are just killers. And, and I'll say this, too, I'm not just simply blaming it on the rebounding. Of. We, we didn't do ourselves any favor. We got great looks early. We shot it very poor early. And I mean great looks. Um, and those things happen. You're not, I mean, you're not going to shoot 50% for three every night. Oh, I wish I could say that we do, but obviously we don't. Um, take a look at that Rockvale game. And, Coach, at, at the time, I mean, things obviously changed from, from game to game, but that, that was a big win to come away with there because that's the same team that beat previously number one team in the district uh, in Blackman last night. So that that kind of really tells me that everybody's really in the same boat, maybe rowing with different records, but it, it's it's a very, very – competitive league and and probably as close as it's been in many years uh there's no doubt about that statement brian and um i mean we definitely knew what rockville's capable of they're young shoot it so well they play hard um i might have talked to our guys one minute in the locker room after that game i think i just ended with uh let's be thankful and let's get out of here (laughs) (laughs) again i know what rockville's capable of yeah well and and to me, what I see is that's that's every night. I mean, Riverdale may be zero and three in in the district at this point, but they're not one of those teams that uh, you sleep on, and you can't really sleep on anybody in this district. No, absolutely not. And again, here you know we don't have time to feel sorry for ourselves over last night because here comes Riverdale to our place Monday night. So uh, then you know it's it's crazy to. It's this late in the year that we're just now getting a look at each other, but you know that's kind of things happen. And how the schedule fell. So, your that uh, that Monday game is is a makeup game, and you're going to see um, you're going to see Riverdale this Monday, and then the following Tuesday. So you're going to play them twice in a week. Correct. Yep. Quick turnaround. Yeah. I mean that that has the flavor of uh, postseason all over it when you play the same opponent a week apart. Sometimes, correct. Just by the time we get to that point, hopefully, these two weeks, this my math right, what six games in twelve days doesn't completely take a toll on us. But we'll see. Guys will be ready one way or another. Matt Riggs be joining us as we talk Seagull basketball, and um, you you know there's. Still, I mean, how how are you going to approach this with your kids? There's there's still enough games left here that you know you throw some wins over in the win column, you you can Im- improve your standing and improve your seed and that kind of thing. Just keep getting better. I know it's cliche, Brian, but uh, it is what it is with us. I mean, and everybody's going to say that, mind you, but with us in particular, it's. You know, we get a Roth Clark back, a uh, sophomore who didn't even play basketball last year, and we get him, and he gets some reps over the summer, and then he's he's getting there and figuring some things out in November, and then I think early December, second week of December, he goes down with a foot injury, so we just now got him back from a six-week uh, injury, and um, so you know, he you take a Roth Clark. Um, you know, we're running Carter Webb out there, a freshman. We're running Mac Moss, uh, another sophomore out there. So, uh, you know, we still got a lot of learning and growing to do. So, if, if we take these last couple of weeks down the stretch, 
I'm going to tell our guys it doesn't matter what seed that we're going to be in. If we're ready to go, I'll, I'll, I'll be willing to play anybody in the district tournament. I did notice in that Rockvale game that you kind of did a, a few things with your lineup, getting some of those young kids in there and um, had a lot of, of playing time in that uh, in that Rockvale game. So you're trying to um, deepen your bench, it sounds like. Yeah, when you can't start your two leading scorers, it, it, it hamstrings you. And I think, what did we start, down 7-0? Yeah. Um, so it, it – uh, uh, and, and we're good at that. <laughs> we were down 8-0 at Oakland, down 7-0 at Rockville. Uh, we're good at uh, – I'm going to have to change up. Maybe it's the head coach's uh, pregame speech. Maybe it's my fault. <laughs> but it, it, it tells me that your kids really respond, and if you can not be down 7 or 8, then – and carry that momentum and have somebody chase you for a while. I'm sure that's what you'd like to see. I don't know what that would look like at this point, Brian. I don't know. <laughs> again, I've told our guys, we're so used to living two to three positions behind everybody else. But, again, back to that growth and, and us just uh, getting back in the gym and, and everybody staying in the same boat and, and continuing to work. And um, we do need to do a little bit better job of being students of the game a little bit. Um you know, adhering to some detail. I know at the end of the day, they're still kids. and Lord knows my own kids don't adhere to detail even when I tell them to 18 times. But um, that, that's something that we can improve on that we've talked about as well. And we still got plenty of time to do that. It, is, does it make it difficult when, Coach, you are playing three games a week to to really, with with the some youth there, to really work on some of those quote unquote classroom skills to be students of the game is is it hard because you're always seemingly putting in a game plan for the next opponent um, d- does that make it difficult with a younger team uh, indeed it does now I mean you'd like to think too just running them out there you know in game you know they're still going to get better and they're still going to learn some things in game um, that that's going to help them develop for sure and, you know we see that all the time especially out for younger guys uh, so there's there's good and bad to that. Um, at the end of the day, you know, we can't dictate the schedule and how it fell. And, and, and so our guys just got to understand, you know, you got to be ready. You know, say we lose on a Monday night, and, uh, you know, that could happen in the district tournament in the semifinals. You got to turn around and play a consolation game. You know, back to your point about seeding. Um, seeding in the region tournaments, very important, obviously. So you, you can't hang your head. You got to turn around and be ready to play again. And we are uh, uh, definitely getting uh, a test in that these two weeks, to say the least. Well, um, with the Riverdale game at home, after that, you're on the road for three in a row too, which is is another challenge. For sure, and uh, don't, it doesn't matter where you're going to play Green Hill High School. It's it's going to be a challenge. Uh, we played them well at home. Um, again, another three-possession game. I know I've said that ten times, but it, it, it is the single star season so far. Um, but that, they're a very solid basketball team, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, all you have to do is just look at your scores, the the wins, losses, and and you're right there in, in all of those. Um, and it's, it's just pretty remarkable to see. Um, a lot of folks may not know a whole lot about Green Hill, but that's the uh, new Mount Juliet school, and they just kind of um, exploded onto the scene, haven't they? 
uh, for sure. Uh, you know, I said it uh, before the last time we played them. Troy Allen uh, does a phenomenal job. Um, they shoot it well. They rebound it well. They're physical. Two, two really nice post players inside. Uh, so it's really just a different style from what we see in our in our league. Uh, but, you know, you like playing contrasting styles, too. You know, you can definitely get something out of that. So uh, this week uh, for the Seagull Stars, Monday at home versus Riverdale and at uh, Green Hill on Tuesday at Blackman on Friday. And um, last time you played Blackman, it was January 18th, 53-47 loss. So there again, that goes right to the point that you were talking about a second ago, right there with even the team tied for first in the district. Yeah, I wasn't lying to you. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, getting over the, over the proverbial hump, you know, every team has to go through that. So it's, it's not uh, just my bunch, you know. I mean, throughout a season, every team has got to figure that part out. And, and that's, you know, beauty of basketball. Most certainly. Matt, I appreciate you spending some time with us this morning and uh, enjoy more hoops and have a good week this next week. All right, buddy. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Matt Rigsby, the head coach of the Seagull Stars, joining us here on the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. Coach's Corner talking some Eagleville hoops next.